When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you believe in sports curses? Mike White, who's supposed to be the next big thing with the Jets, goes down in the first quarter, but they're saying there's got to be a curse on the Jets. And our question to you, the viewers, is do you believe in sports curses? Can't make up my mind whether I believe in them or not. (laughs) Because on one hand, I say the harder you work, the luckier you get. But on the other hand, I'm very spiritual and believe there's a plan and all the rest. So I, I don't know. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Man, hi, everybody. That's a toughie, isn't it? Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. And the audience is saying the first hour just flew by. It's the fastest two hours in show business. I think we can all agree on that. We have the... Uh, well, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the South Florida studio for this week. This is the last week. And then I'm heading back to Canada for the summer. And I am looking forward to it. I really am. It's home. Uh, Darren Moose DuPont is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. He joins us here in Hour 2. Hey, Moose. And uh, things really perked up near the end of Hour 1. Things got spicy. (laughs) Not in a bad way, but I asked for audience participation, and uh, we got it. And we continue that here in Hour 2. Thank you, John Ohm in uh, Winnipeg. He says, the fastest and best two hours. You already won the Rock Star of the Day last week, John, on Friday. But he's making a run at it today. Yeah, 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 it's all good. But, uh, Moose, I want to say this. You thought it was hot when you were here a couple of weeks ago. I just got a notification from my iPhone that said it will resume charging once the phone cools down. <laughs> uh, it's 29 degrees Celsius here. That is uh, before humidity. Bear with me. I think I got my phone on. I, st- I will never, yeah. It's 30 degrees Celsius before humidity and with humidity, 33. So that's, that's hot. Uh, that's and hot. I will bear with me. Try, hold me to this. I'm never switching to miles an hour and definitely not switching to Fahrenheit. I will remain a Celsius guy for the rest of my life, even though I plan to be here. Um, regarding the hockey tonight, I've, people have been writing in the poll. They've been voting on the poll. The poll question for Key Auto Group is, who do you think will win game two of the Stanley Cup final tonight? It's in Vegas. Golden Knights home to the Florida Panthers. It's around 50-50. Allie in Texarkana writes in. She says, I get that notice all the time, except in the dead of winter. LOL. Well, I don't know what it is. The camera that Moose was on when he was here, out here on our set, out here in the line A, uh, it, 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 what do you say? It decombusted. It combusted. It decombusted. It imploded. Yeah. Uh, but this laptop, this laptop and camera that I'm on, this 
sucker would work in Baghdad, I think. It's good. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to jinx that either. Let me just slow this down. It's hour two where my mind just went down 67 different roads. Back to the hockey game tonight. I voted for Vegas to win because I want Florida to win. What did you, you voted for Florida to win tonight? I can't remember. I did, yes. Okay. So we'll get to whatever anybody else wants to talk about. 902-518-3033. But I needed to rein the horses back in here on the Chucks, Moose. I had to rein them back in. Rod, it's the Rod Peterson Show. What do you want to talk about? Well, I do want to talk about the Stanley Cup and this. I feel like I didn't really succinctly get this out last hour. What we saw, and I don't, you didn't call games Saturday night, did you? Uh, were you broadcasting hockey Saturday night? Or, or were you was, watching yeah. game one of the Stanley Cup final? You were? Okay, yeah. did you see game one of the Stanley Cup? Only the highlights and the extended replay. Well, that's, that's not really watching it, right? Um, of course not. They weren't the same. They weren't the same Florida Panthers as we had become accustomed to. This is quite interesting. Before we get on to whatever everybody else would like to discuss today, Paul Maurice sat at the podium, the head coach of the uh, Florida Panthers, and basically calmed everybody down. He wasn't upset at all. He was like, oh, "Did you see the clip?" He was like, "Everybody, just breathe." I think he dropped an <laughs> f bomb at the microphone. And when you get your team all the way to the Stanley Cup, you can drop F-bombs, apparently, because Pomo did. But everybody was all worked up, and Pomo said, we weren't good in game one against Boston. And they weren't. For those that weren't watching earlier last hour, I said I talked to Panthers people today, and they are like, whoa, we're going to need your good luck tonight because Vegas is the best team that we've played yet. Jason and Red Deer wrote in and said, it's almost like Vegas was number one in the West. <laughs> right? Um, so I don't know where Florida's head is. Um, I do not regret not going to Vegas, but I had friends sending me photos from the pool. They're like, there's still time to get here. They're like dangling in front of me, and I'm like, I, I plan to be going to the Stanley Cup final for the rest of my life. This is the first one that I've ever been able to cover in person. I'm quite excited to be able to go to the games here in Florida. But it is also my last week in Florida, and I don't want to be traipsing all over America in my last week if I don't have to be. That's number one. Number two, I've been to Vegas many times, as have you, Darren. Kevin the Medium, our sales coordinator, has told me the World Series of Poker is going on there right now. Like, it's busy in Vegas all the time, but it's extra level busy. My good friend Mike Davis is the head coach of the indoor football league team there, the Las Vegas Nighthawks. They played Saturday afternoon against the Tulsa Sugar Skulls Saturday afternoon, which, by the way, Tulsa won the game 42-41. I'm following it, Mike. What a name. The Sugar Skulls. Exactly. And uh, I just want to chill here in South Florida because it is my last week. Um, and then this upcoming weekend, I don't even want to tell you. You talk about traipsing. I don't even know what the Google definition is for traipsing. John Ohm in Winnipeg, you're the Google guy. You want to look up the definition of traips? Because that's what I'm going to be doing. Flying through three, four provinces, corporate speaking at a couple of locales, going to a CFL game. I'm going to Toronto. I just, I can't. Even thinking about it's making my guts bubble. 
So to think about going to Vegas this week for the Stanley Cup final, knowing I would already be able to be watch games here, no, nah, I just didn't really want to do it. Um, I promised that we would talk about Mike Babcock going to Columbus, and you are the Leaf fan in this discussion. Uh, Mike Babcock, we find, coming out of the Memorial Cup, is going to be the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Darren, we could spend two hours on that. Um, I'm a friend of Mike Babcock's, clearly. His first interview since being fired by the Toronto Maple Leafs was this show two, hour, uh, two years after the fact. But I'm not sure I'm hiring Mike Babcock to coach my team, and that's nothing against Babs. I'm an old school guy just like him. I have a tough time relating to younger people. I really do, without screaming at them. That's Babs' thing. Uh, he couldn't get uh, Mitch Marner. To drop his balls, as they say, figuratively. Nor could Sheldon Keith. What makes you think Mike Babcock is going to? And I, when I say that, I know that's going to be offensive to some people, but everybody says Mitch Marner is soft. Whatever the keys are to get Mitch Marner playing, Babcock couldn't do it. He's going to in Columbus? Makes no sense to me. You? Yeah, on the surface, I'm not a big fan of the hiring just because the track record, right? And, and um, we don't really know how things went, you know, when he went to the U of S either. But I, I've, you know, you hear from some people that maybe it's not quite, hasn't really changed a whole lot. But I'm not in the hiring room, right? And so for me, you know, you you need to see a coach grow and evolve and change a little bit and adapt. And if Mike's done that, you know, we've seen Mike. You. I've seen Mike Babcock, you know, he's a good person at the end of the day. And we've seen the good Mike Babcock. And the good Mike Babcock is great. He's a great coach, good communicator, you know, trust, loyalty, all the respect, all those great traits. But there's the bad Mike Babcock we've seen, right? So if you get the good Mike Babcock in, in Columbus, this can be a great hire. It really can. So we'll see where Mike Babcock's at. I think if he's coming back into the league and going to get hired by somebody, I think we need to give him a chance to show everybody that he's grown and adapted and become a better coach. If he hasn't, he won't last very long. I appreciate the audience participation today on this. Uh, Ryan watching in Saratoga, New York says, Good day, Rod Squad. Trapes to walk or move warily or reluctantly. Well, in that case, I think my mom was using it wrong because I'm not reluctantly traipsing all over Canada beginning Friday. I'm excited to do it, but I'm going to be in several provinces doing, I'll be grinding, but not reluctantly, but I'll be putting some miles on, you know, so maybe I should stop using the term traipse because I don't do anything reluctantly. If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it, right? Yeah. I'm just quoting my mom. Um, good point by Leanne. She says, not many top free agents will sign in Columbus. Man, Babs does have a really bad reputation. When you think about, obviously, what Mike Commodore said about him, what he allegedly did with Mike Medano, scratching him so he was stuck on 1,499 games. Again, I don't have an issue with Mike Babcock at all. We've been friends since the 90s. I don't. I'm just saying... Have, did we not see with the firing of Daryl Sutter and some of these other coaches that that type of coach is done? I'm, I'm very curious. Well, mind you, where did Columbus finish last year? 31st in the league. I'm not sure that Columbus knows what they're doing 
anyways. Um, Jeff, the Stams fans brought up a really good point. And I'll get to that in a second. John Ohm says, Mike Babcock is the CFL version of Chris Jones. I think you mean the NHL version of Chris Jones. No, the players love Chris Jones. The players love Chris Jones. They don't love Mike Babcock. They're, they're not even close at all. But Jeff, the Stams fan, says, watching all those Nevadans and Floridians enjoying game one on Saturday makes me feel the game of hockey has been stolen from us. One eleven Eastern, by the way, eleven eleven Mountain. So while we pause, I encourage you to visualize a positive outcome of whatever situation you're in. To Leanne in the audience, can we make a note of this, what, what Jeff just said, because this is one of the Golden Girls' favorite topics, Serena, is has the United States stolen the game of hockey from Canadians? <laughs> I don't know that I have the energy for this discussion because we talk about it a lot here. Um, if we didn't want to lend the game of hockey to America, why did we trade Wayne Gretzky in 1988 to the Los Angeles Kings? Why did we expand in 1993 to the Southern markets? And other, do we, is it ours or is it not ours? What do we want? Can you pick one? Hockey Canada's slogan for years and years is what? It's our game? Is it? I thought we were trying to grow the game. <laughs> This isn't up to me. I'm the talk show host sitting here standing on the yak box yakking it up every day. I don't know. Can you decide what you want and get back to me? Do we want television ratings and sold-out arenas and merchandise sales and be a major league? Or do we want to be the little one and play small? What do we want? You, Darren, what do you think? Well, you want to grow the game across the world. I think that's the goal. Um, I think Canada still wants to be the best at it um, and, and prove that, you know, it is our game. <clears throat> but the more you're going to expand, the more teams are going to get better, countries are going to get better, there's going to be more interest. And you know what? There's countries like the USA <clears throat> that just by default are bigger. And if they love hockey, there's not a lot we can do about it except continue to just play well and develop players and get back to loving the game. It's a good thing. Well it's a good thing. You don't want to be the only team that's good at hockey. What's the, what's the mentality here? Is it like the Canadian Football League fans and people that didn't want to see Nathan Work sign in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're too selfish and wanted to keep him for the league? What, what, are, we, what are we doing here? I'm all for expanding the NHL because look where I'm sitting here in South Florida. There's an NHL rink 27 miles from my house, and I'm going to game three of the Stanley Cup Thursday night. Clearly, I'm all for this. And frankly, always have been. Uh, Leanne says, lots of Canadians playing on American teams. The NHL wouldn't survive without Canadian hockey players. Who's saying they're trying to? Like, what? What exactly are we arguing here right now? I don't understand. Everybody wants what they can't have. That's what we're talking about. Ryan Getzlaff, who I've known since he was 15. We just did that event last month together, and it's wild. The guy gets to play in Anaheim, make $10 million a year. 
He makes double what the entire team makes that his brother plays for in the Canadian Football League. And I thought Ryan was, and he's a great guy, but I thought he was really grateful for winning a Stanley Cup in Anaheim in 2007, Olympic gold in 2010 and 2014, and all these things. And I say uh, in the interview, Ryan, is there any, any regrets? I really would have liked to play for a Canadian team. Because I did more media in one week going through Ontario than I would do all season in Anaheim. I'm like, what? What? And then you got these players on the Canadian teams bitching that they have no privacy. Matthew Kachuk. Johnny Gaudreau. Like, my God. Can we just sit back and watch the hockey and stop bitching? Or not. Or not. We'll take a timeout and be back with more. It's a good one, Moose. It's a good one. Everybody wants what they can I knew it have. would be. Everybody wants what they want, can't have. Straight-haired girls want curl. Blue eyes want to be blonde. Who sang it? Oh. Sarah Evans. Dolly Parton? Oh. <laughs> no, she worked, sang nine to five. I know. And she says it cost a lot to look this cheap. That's a Dolly Parton line. It's episode number 1013 of your favorite daytime sports talk show here on Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Live looking, T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas. The place to be tonight, Game 2, Stanley Cup Final, hotly anticipated. Vegas going to go up 2-0, or is Florida going to tie at 8 p.m. Eastern? Is puck drop. Before we bring the moose back in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, a sports update. Special teams proved to be the difference Sunday night as the USA scored two shorthanded goals en route to a 6-4 victory over Canada in the World Para Hockey Championship gold medal game in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. 
Cheshire edged China 3-2 to claim the bronze. The Toronto Blue Jays fresh off a three-game series sweep of the New York Mets, open a four-game homestand tonight against the Houston Astros at Rogers Center. Alec Manoa on the mound as the Jays look for their fifth straight win. And Gabe Vincent scored 23 points. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo each had 21 in the visiting Miami Heat. Evened up the NBA Finals at a game each. Game, uh, the score was 111-108 Sunday night in Denver. Game three down here in Miami on Wednesday. Uh, sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters June 9th. Transformer, Rise of the Beasts. If you'd like to join the discussion on the most interactive show on television and radio, the way to do it, 902-518-3033. Or if you're watching in the streaming and YouTube, you can uh, join the chat there. The Moose is with us. Darren Moose DuPont. There are only two games on the sports schedule tonight. I mentioned the Stanley Cup game two, Florida at Vegas, 1-0 Vegas. Major League Baseball tonight, I just said it, Blue Jays home to the Houston Astros. Jays 33-27. and 27. Fourth of the American League. East. My last thing, just on the expansion and the growth, I don't understand anybody who wants to remain small. I don't get it at all. And part of the reason I say that is a lot of the young broadcasters... Maybe even not so young anymore, but people that you and I both know. Joey Slattery is an example of a guy. CTV, Saskatoon, right? Joey Slattery for years. I saw him saying that he was uh, a broadcast first for him, doing the sidelines for the Winnipeg Sea Bears broadcast the other night of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. And that's what I do not understand. With the pe- like, It's just a mindset. I'm not saying I'm right. Or, and that Jeff the Stamps fan's wrong. But more teams, more jobs, more opportunities, more money. It's all great. As opposed to, America stole our game. Why would we want to expand in the CFL? Why would we want to double our teams and partner with the XFL? Why? Why? Literally, I don't know anything. <laughs> so I'll just stay over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. It's uh, it's a mindset thing. But <clears throat> look, I don't want to get into this. Uh, I don't want to get into politics. That's where that's where my mind wants to go. There's some people who want just very simple, controlled, being taken care of. Know where you're going to go every day. Know how much you're going to get paid. Know how much everything's going to cost, and that's all great. Very simple. You know, you know exactly what you're going to get. And other people want a little more uncertainty, but a chance to go out and get their own and make it for themselves and, and grow, mm. right? I mean, both are good, right? High risk, high chance of failure, right? Safe versus risky. Everybody's a little different. But when it comes to business and sports, I think you have to, you know, you're only going to grow and get better and be bigger and continue to prosper and thrive if you're willing to take risks and look outside your own walls. Chad in Winnipeg says people just like to complain. Always. That's oh, it. I know. And I'm going to get off this topic because I don't, I don't have the time for the people's complaining. Uh, other than to say Allie in Texarkana says per the Google, it says around 485 of the 1,123 active NHL players are Canadian. So the way I see it, we don't have hockey without my Canadian friends. Nobody's arguing that. At all. I'm just saying, can we have teams in the U.S. Sun Belt? Because I don't like to be cold. And we can play hockey down here, too. 
Which reminds me, I went to the, uh, I told you the minor hockey game, the league final for the Bantams. I don't know, apparently that's offensive, the term Bantam now. I know you can't say midget anymore. But with 50 seconds to go, our friend's kids team was down a goal. They're bringing the puck out of their zone. And all of a sudden, the coach leans over, the, puts his foot on the bench, and starts going, timeout, timeout, as the play's moving up ice. The ref blows the play down. I'm in the crowd going, what the hell's going on? I still don't know what was going on. Everybody stopped. Even the ref had his hands up like this. After the game, Danny, that's the kid, we were standing in the uh, hallway outside the dressing rooms. I'm like, Danny, what the hell was going on? How do you call a timeout in the middle of the game? He goes, well, they, they wanted to stop the play and put our best players on. Because we were coming up the ice trying to tie the game. I'm like, it doesn't work like that. This isn't basketball. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, well, we have our own rules in this league. I said, clearly. I don't get it. But anyways, I don't think we're ever going to lose. I don't think we're ever going to lose the game. So can we share it? How about that? How the hell did I go? I said I didn't want to do this. <laughs> um, John Ohm um, says the CFL needs a major refresh to attract new fans. What that refresh could be is expansion. Yeah, uh, but they don't want to change. So, back to uh, some of these other topics here. We mentioned Babcock to Columbus. Where do you think Patrick Waugh's going to go? And I know you were in the broadcast booth last night for the Paralympic final, but yeah, we're following the Memorial Cup championship. And initially, I thought Patrick Waugh who was the all-time leader in the NHL for wins by a goalie for years until Martin Brodeur broke it. I thought he looked fat with that beard until they did a whole body thing. I'm like, hey, he's in shape. It's just the beard. Yeah. And I don't want to say too much. I don't want to out anybody. But as of Saturday, the word I got was Patrick Waugh did not have a landing spot in the National Hockey League yet as head coach. Babcock going to Columbus, Greg Cronin going to Anaheim. We've just learned that this morning. The jobs are drying up. I still kind of think that Patrick Waugh will be going to the New York Rangers. But uh, any thoughts on King Roa leaving the CHL? That was my thought. That question was asked to me yesterday at the hockey rink. You know, where do you think Patrick Roa will go? And I, and I looked around trying to think. I'm like, wow, geez. Babcock's going to Columbus. At that point, Anaheim's coaching vacancy was still open, and I didn't think he'd go to Anaheim. So I thought I thought he'd go to the Blue Shirts. I thought he'd go to New York too. And that's I'll stick with that. Um, I'm trying to think of where else would be a good fit. What else is available? Um, but maybe he goes to the Rangers. I think Patrick was a guy who can handle the bright lights. I think he's a big name, so I think people will recognize that name, be excited about it. Um, he's proven he knows how to coach, at least the kids, the young players, because of the success he has in junior and winning a Memorial Cup soundly. So I think he can relate to today's young player. So why not give him a shot uh, with a really good team in New York? <sighs> I really, really, really love Patrick Waugh. That's probably not a shock to anybody. <laughs> and to be honest, my math is bad, but... He's like 50, like my math's really bad, but I got him like 58 years old, or he'll be 58 in October. 
Um, and my respect level is 1,029 NHL games. That's a lot for a goalie. Career, oh, 2.54 yeah. goals against average. But I, what I, oh, a living Hall of Famer, obviously. Won the William M. Jennings Trophy. That's for best goals against by a tandem goaltender duo. 1987, 88, 89, 92, 2002. Okay, let's just stop for a moment and recognize the excellence of Patrick Waugh. Two Stanley Cups, as we all know, in 86 and 93. And I must have forgotten this. He won the NHL Coach of the Year Award in 2014. Please tell me how many guys can honestly say they won the Coach of the Year and the Vezina. Not too damn many. He's probably the only one. And probably what I respect the most, because I can't ride the bus anymore. Near the end of my time, which incidentally, I left the dub when I was 36. I was your age pretty much when I left, Darren. If my math's correct. Yeah, right around there. I saw that this was going to be Roa's second Memorial Cup title. And I'm like, damn, he hasn't been there that long, is he? He's not that old. Last time they won, it was 2006. Well, danged if he wasn't coaching them in 2006. Then he went to Colorado 2013 to 2016, fired there. Only one coach of the year, of course. And then back to the Remparts. So he's been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven seasons in the queue. Riding a bus. Two members. <laughs> no wonder I love this guy. To go from being a head coach, um, a Jack Adams winner in the NHL, and then winning a Memorial Cup? Not too many guys do that. And then come back, and who knows what he'll do, whether it's New York or somewhere else. But uh, Patrick Roy, yeah, he's one of the best. And, like, the era he played goal, too. Like, the players were getting, you know, players have been good forever. But a lot of great players. Goaltending was tough. And that was an era where you played as a starting goaltender 70 games a year. Like, you weren't sitting here playing 50 <laughs> games or 45 games like the starting goaltenders do in today's hockey. So to hold that goals against average, that save percentage, you know, win those games and be that good when you play in like 90% of your team's games, it's incredible. Where's Bill and Branford? I want to hear from him. Haven't heard from him for a while. He always watches on Game Plus TV. He says this show reminds him of Coach's Corner, but it's for two hours every day. 902-518-33. That's the thing. I always enjoy, I enjoy my visits everywhere, but particularly in Calgary with Kelly Rudy, because we talk with the same language, goalie language, right? And I was, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Imagine Coach's Corner if Don Cherry was the host and could just go wherever he wanted to go. That's kind of what this show is a little bit, right? Yeah. And Ron's got a way to speak. Yeah. Well, I, it's just Kelly, he's in the machine. And you know what I mean by that. He's in the washing machine. Kelly, when you're in it, you don't step outside it. You don't think outside it. You don't stop to breathe. But when Kelly comes out to Gray Eagle, for instance, in Calgary, we sit and we chew the fat and we talk about that. He's out the machine for a second, stops. And I'm like, Kelly, did you ever play, not play back-to-back nights because of load management or whatever they have? He's like, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> and, the, and the way Kelly talks, he's like, and by the way, I played three games and three nights. I said, now I bet you won them all. 
And then when the Flames were having some goaltending trouble a couple of years ago, it was before Markstrom, I said to Kelly, um, well, you're not the goalie coach for the Flames, but do they ever ask you about goaltending tips? And he's like, no, no, they don't. And I'm like, why the hell would you ask Kelly Rudy anything about goaltending? What does he know about it? You know? Did you see the, so the, did you see the clip after yeah. the uh, game one that went to four or five overtimes, Carolina, Florida? And the ref's talking to one of the no. players. And he said, I heard you no. played 55 minutes last night. Hey? And the guy's like, yeah, and I'm still, I still got energy today. And the ref says, yeah, I play 60 every night. And I was thinking about Rudy and all the goalies. It's like, we're in there 60 minutes every night. So take your 55 minutes ice time and shove it. Oh, I know. Well, now it's cool with these heart monitors and stuff. You could, you could track the actual movements of the goaltenders. For instance, Brandon Montour skated nine miles that night in the four-overtime yeah. game. The goalies were active, too, just like the refs, as you say. Chris in Heidelberg, Ontario, says, Patrick Waugh looks like the clone robot Santa in the Santa Claus 2. Frankly, I'm a bad Santa fan myself. Rick in Martinsville writes in and says, it's usually Americans yapping about Stanley staying south. I normally just ask who won the world baseball championships, and then they say, cheers. How about we stop whining? How about that? Uh, Moose, see you in overtime, okay? Later. But as the Leafs fan you are, you're going to want to be... Staying tuned, Moose and all Leafs fans and Penguins fans for Rob Rossi joins us next from the Athletic Pittsburgh as we talk about Kyle Dubas coming to town to run the Penguins. We're live on the Game Plus television network across all of Canada and 31 U.S. states. On the radio in Atlanta, where we are Atlanta's NHL show and WQEE podcast and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask 411 app and start saving today. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Extras Movie Club. Every movie, every ticket, just $9.99. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fast X. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yep, just $9.99. Get all the movies, get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. What a beautiful morning over there in Las Vegas. Game two of the Stanley Cup, just down uh, the block from there. T-Mobile Arena, 8 p.m. Eastern, Golden Knights, home to the Florida Panthers. TNT's got the broadcast here in the States and Sportsnet in Canada. There's a lot of news out of the NHL today. From Anaheim, the Ducks have hired veteran NHL assistant and AHL head coach Greg Cronin to be their new head coach. Uh, Ducks GM Pat Verbeek announced the decision today to hire the 60-year-old Cronin, who will be a first-time NHL head coach. And uh, it was 
last week as we bring in Rob Rossi from the Athletic Pittsburgh, senior writer at the Athletic, that the Penguins named Kyle Dubas, their president of hockey operations. Rob, welcome to the show. I appreciate the time. That seems like old news now, man. Uh, yeah. how's, how's the Kyle Dubas era been days old there in Pittsburgh? The... Um... Uh, first, thanks for having me. The post uh, the post hire era has been a lot uh, less chaotic than the previous couple of seasons, and a lot quieter than the last couple of weeks. So um, it it feels like it's getting back to sort of normal off season for a team that didn't make the playoffs. Though it's it's been uh, it's been 17 years since I covered an off season where the team didn't make the playoffs. So um, there's a lot of excitement in Pittsburgh. I will say that the um, the higher kind of re-energized the fan base in a way that I haven't seen over the last couple of years. Interesting. Well, I read your article. Maybe you can summarize that for our viewers about the chaotic past couple of seasons in Pittsburgh. You guys aren't used to that. Can you tell uh, the viewers what you wrote about there? Yeah, I, uh, myself and uh, the, my partner on the beat, Josh Yoey, we, we've been working for months on this article. Uh, it's up on theathletic.com now. Um, just look for the word chaos and you'll you'll find it. It's a, it's a lengthy article. So if you read it, uh, I thank you for your time. Uh, basically, it dates back to the hiring of uh, Ron Hextall and Brian Burke and how, you know, it gets into what went wrong. Um, the Penguins have been sort of the flagship franchise of the NHL during the salary cap era. They Nobody had won more Stanley Cup championships. Nobody had played in more consecutive postseasons. They were, I think, third overall in points um, during the since the start of the salary cap um, tenure. And just how it all went wrong in one year. And, and a lot of it was miscommunication. A lot of it was because ownership changed in the middle. And, um, you know, Hextall and Burke came in with a willingness to break up uh, Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. Uh, not a mandate to, but they had to be willing to do it, um, which was different from years past. And when Fenway Sports Group purchased the franchise in January of 2022, uh, Pretty quickly, the Fenway group decided they wanted to keep the big three, as we call them here in Pittsburgh, together. And from there, uh, it just got weird. They were very um, unnecessarily tense negotiations between Hextall and both Latang and Malkin's camps. Um, some curious off-season decisions, a complete disintegration of communication lines between Coach Mike Sullivan and Ron Hextall. Um, and then, you know, it kind of led to this disappointing year where the penguins at the beginning of the calendar year this year just everything started kind of going against them goaltending injuries uh, chris letang who had had his second stroke a couple weeks earlier his dad died he missed time um and then this trade trade deadline that to this day nobody can make sense of um it all led to it all led to a lot of drama in pittsburgh a lot of behind the scenes and i i think it derailed their season I actually, I want to ask you, I'm glad you brought that up. I guess that was the last straw, the trade deadline. Why were Penguins fans so mad? Because I was busy watching all 32 teams. What was it specifically that had the Penguins fans so upset? And it looks like sealed the fate of Hexy and Brian Burke. I think it was three things. Um, as we wrote in the article, neither one of them were popular hires. Um, unfortunately for Hextall, he had had his tenure in Philadelphia, which wasn't that successful. Um, and you got to remember, he's following a Hall of Fame general manager here who was who was pretty popular. Um, and then secondly, um, 
Burke and him didn't have the trust of the fans because Hextall had been a Flyers player, um, a pretty famous one, and Burke had been very critical of the team before they were hired. Um, and then after that, I think the third thing was, so they weren't really given the benefit of the doubt, but I think it was a combination of on the third reason. Uh, one, there was a little bit of knowledge about how Hextall didn't really want to keep the Malkin and Latang, maybe one or the other. And, and fans are protective of those players. And But there was also this sense that there was no plan. Um, there was no real point at any duration of the two years that they were in charge, Hextall and Burke, where they like laid out a direction. It just seemed to be moves for, that didn't coordinate with what they um, – with, with any type of connectivity. And I, I think the fans here are savvy enough to be like, you know, we know when we're being fooled. And so Kyle Dubas, you said that they're very excited there in Pittsburgh with the hiring of Kyle Dubas. What has them excited? Well, certainly he's, look, the Penguins are a fan. We, we joke about them here in Pittsburgh as like they're the mid, mid to small market version of the L.A. Lakers. They always have stars. They always play an entertaining brand of hockey. Um, they're, they're a place that's comfortable being in the limelight. Um, and Dubas is kind of a rock star as a GM. You know, he was, I think he was 31 when he was hired as a GM. He's only 37 now. Um, uh, he was a GM in the biggest market. If you can handle the pressure there, and, and let's face it, I know that people knock his teams for not doing better in the playoffs, but the Leafs weren't getting to the playoffs before Dubas got there. And, you know, he's a young guy, and, you know, he's he's seen as a guy that already can communicate what his objective is, can illustrate what his um, preferences are, how he wants to do things. He comes with him. He comes with a sort of sense of authority that you never felt the other regime had. Um, and I think they were just so, the fans here were just so dismayed by the way the previous regime handled things combined with missing the playoffs that they looked at Dubas as a, as a, as a guy that sort of fit with the penguin brand more. I like it. Well, I'll tell you what, this has been a fantastic chat and I learned everything that I wanted to Rob. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Enjoy the offseason if you ever really get one in the National Hockey League. And uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. Appreciate it, Rob. Thanks for having me on. Rob Rossi, senior writer at The Athletic, covering the Pittsburgh Penguins. I hope you learned as much there as I did. When we come back, audience takeover. We're live on Game Plus Television. We're Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio. Also podcast and streaming. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com. 19 plus.
Use your game sense. Thank you for being a friend. Hey, we're not in Las Vegas, but the two last teams standing are for the Stanley Cup final. Game two is tonight. The Moose joins us here for overtime, and uh, I'm excited about this week ahead. I'm excited about tonight. Game two of the Stanley Cup, Florida at Vegas. The Golden Knights lead one game to none. The poll question for Key Auto Group is who wins? Moose, it's about 50-50. And uh, Major League Baseball, Houston at Tampa, or at Toronto tonight. Sorry, the first of a four-game series. I'm just so excited, Darren, to put this to you. From the 902-518-3033 text line for Progressive Insurance, Leonard Strandberg writes in, and you know Leonard. You met him at the Centennial Cup. Just a great hockey guy. I love Leonard. And he says, I am a diehard Leafs fan, but I also never agreed with them when they hired Dubas. I'm looking forward to a different result from tree living. Hopefully. I got to put this to the Leafs fans. Or maybe I shouldn't because I'm just looking at this from the outside going, what is the attraction to Kyle Dubas? I've got NHL friends that call him Captain Instagram. Like the guy, they don't take this guy seriously. Rob Rossi just talked about him like he's the second coming of Sam Pollock, who engineered all the Stanley Cup wins in Montreal. Like what is the deal with Dubas? How do you, as a Leafs fan, typify the Kyle Dubas era there in Toronto? They didn't win anything. No, but they were very good consistently, and they sent franchise records for points. Ah, okay. We're able to put a good group together, you know, in the salary cap era. I think that's kind of the way he works the cap. And I think, you know, um, I think he's a smart kid. I think he's, I think he's for the most part, really well-respected around the league. I think he's young, but I feel like he's starting to earn it. And, no, I think Kyle Dubas is a good general manager. I think he's going to have a really bright future in the NHL. Um, but he is not an old-school hockey guy. He's very new-school, and... That's tough when you're in a transition period between old school and new school. It's a tough spot to be in. Ah, good point. Well, I'm, that's why we got you here, Moose, to bring up the good point. Uh, Randy from Winnipeg says, I'm sorry, not a Dubas fan. Jeff the Stamps fan says Dubas was young and different. Okay, so fair. I mean, it would be an awful boring world if we all... Saw things the same way, wouldn't it? Um, I wouldn't oh, yeah. hire him. Len Strandberg wouldn't have hired him. You're saying it was reasonably... It, would, it wasn't a disaster. No, it was not a disaster. I'll, go, I'll give you that. Ted in Red Deer writes in and says, Great updates from Pittsburgh. This show gives you the feel for a city. Lou from Calgary. Jesse from Mini. And a whole bunch of others. I really appreciate Ted from Red Deer saying that, and I'd like to meet Ted from Red Deer one day because he, he sees things the way that I do. And I remember very clearly sitting down with producer Clark, and Clark probably does too, on the leather couch in the bunker. And I said, let's bring in some people from the other NHL cities because, quite frankly, this is just me. I get tired of the – and they're my friends – but the Darren Dreggers and the Pierre Lebruns and the Chris Johnstons and the Sean McKen. I get tired of those. It's the same thing every day. Ah. I love Dave Poulin, but 
all I ever hear about is the Leafs and the Habs and the this. And the, can we? What, there's other teams in the NHL, you know. And that's how Brian Ray came on from Dallas, and he's certain. And all these Florida guys down here. So thank you, Ted, for noticing that. Bernie Nichols with his L.A. Kings knowledge. You know that's cool. And and then, that, but again, I don't necessarily agree with this guy. Like Pittsburgh fans, I feel know the game far more than Panthers fans and a lot of Lightning fans. But Dubas is the rock star GM. I guess we'll find out how it uh, how it turns out, Darren. Like I, I well, went back and read the article from when. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, he's. I was just going to say he's got a tough challenge, right? Dubas has to navigate this whole business of Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and what's next. Because we're not talking about, you know, I mean, we're talking about that era continuing, but it's in the low single digits of how long it's going to last, right? So he's going to have to navigate that transition. And, you know, do, does Pittsburgh stay as a playoff team and maybe a, somewhat of a contender? Do they bottom out? If so, for how long? It's a big challenge for Kyle Dubas. He's not walking into a rosy situation, I don't think. No. No. From WQEE, Ryan on radio says, another great RP show as always. Thank you, Ryan. John Ohm says, in Toronto, mediocre is celebrated? No, in Winnipeg it is, John. Allie in Texarkana says, great show today, Rod and Moose. Have a great Monday, everyone. Well, I've actually never been to Pittsburgh. It's on my bucket list. It's not high on my bucket list. What's high on my bucket list are New Orleans and Chicago. I stroked Jacksonville off this year, spent New Year's Eve there. I wonder how many people there are that look like Kyle Dubas in Pittsburgh. I'm guessing quite a few. Somebody wrote in here earlier, I think it was the kid from uh, Winnipeg, one of the Chad, who said, uh, if a Canadian team wants to win a Stanley Cup, they need to play better. It's that simple. <laughs> At bare bones, yes. At bare bones, yes. But Kyle Dubas very clearly couldn't go anywhere in Toronto without being recognized. Brad Tree Living couldn't go anywhere in Calgary without being recognized. Down here in South Florida, there's one million people that look like Bill Zito. A million the general manager of the Florida Panthers can go anywhere. Nobody would know who he was. I would think Kyle Dubas could probably leave his condo in downtown Pittsburgh, Darren, and go, <sighs> yeah. go for a coffee at Starbucks and not be harassed about the power play. That's one. I bet you Dubas is a little relieved to have this Pittsburgh thing. What do you think? I can see it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when he gets to just do his thing and maybe not be scrutinized so heavily, so heavily. And I know Pittsburgh has a great media scene. They love their Penguins. It's a, it's a oh, big yeah. deal in that town. But it's not the same. It's not the same as Toronto. I agree. I'm just thinking of past Leaf GMs. We should have producer Clark on the show for this. That Gord Stella comes to mind. Was never GM again. And right. that happens. I mean, I can go back to the, to the junior hockey loop in Regina. It was a graveyard for coaches with the Pats. In my time, Tim Tisdale, never coached again. Bob Lowe's, never coached again. Dale Durkap, never coached again. They weren't the problem. <laughs> Just so you know. 
Um, John so Ferguson maybe Toronto June. ruins. Dave Nonis. Yeah. Just popped up, right? For the first time since he GM, was the though. GM of the Leafs. Yeah, but not yeah. as the top guy. Ryan right. in Toronto said, last minute of play in the RP show today. Ryan in Toronto says, what a start to the week. Another amazing show today, Rod and team. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. I like the guests a lot from Clark. Clark, you keep doing what you're doing, governor. I enjoyed that Rob Rossi guy. I enjoyed Craig Ballard. Good guy. I didn't know them. Clark knew of them. What do we got tomorrow, Clark? Can you say off the top of your head? Yeah. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow and find out. Uh, yeah, well, I know Wednesday. What? What? Live from this the beach good. house. No, no, it's good. On Wednesday is going to be great with the Golden Girl. Thank you for being a friend. Bill Lindsay. Yeah. Just stay tuned, everybody. Just don't get your knickers in a knot. See you, Moose. Bye. Noon Eastern tomorrow, right here. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.